Right on radio. Right on radio. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Revelation Sunday. Sorry for the little bit of a delay. We've had some technical difficulties, to say the least, this morning. I guess the enemy doesn't want people to hear about the wrath of God, because that's what's coming today in the scriptures, <laughs> not, not, not in, uh, not in uh, the, the planet. Well, at least I hope not. <laughs> so, Jesse, um, I got a couple announcements, but why don't we just start out with prayer, if you wouldn't mind? Sounds good. Heavenly Father, we come before you today, Lord, and we just surrender our hearts to you. We want to do your will, Lord, and your word says that you desire none to perish, but that all should come to a knowledge of the truth. We ask today that even as we speak about the harder things, Lord, like your wrath, that you would just bring us all to our knees, that in humbleness, Lord, we would come and just be in your presence this morning and hear what you have to say to us. We ask for this in your powerful name, Jesus. And we also ask for a special protection over the airwaves, over the internet, um, that each viewer would just be able to hear today. We pray for this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. And the first thing you might notice is that Jody is not here today. Um, so Jody contacted me. She said, Jeff, I couldn't believe how accurate you were in your interpretation of the scriptures. I need to go back and study my Bible and take, okay, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> kidding. I'm going to get what a load of bunk. <laughs> so listen, uh, Jody, I don't know if many people in the audience realize how very busy she is. And uh, she has been overwhelmed. She's been overworked. Uh, she just was feeling down. And I think it was Wednesday, Jesse, she reached out to us and mm -hmm. I just, I need a day off. I love you guys. Love being with her. Um, she really does love you, the audience as well. Uh, she just simply needs a day of rest. Which it's, it's the Sabbath. So gladly we'll let her have her rest. <laughs> That's right. My Sabbath is Saturday. I always do that. It just kind of works in my life. Not that I'm stuck on it. Um, you know, I'm not a seventh day, that's, that's for certain, but um, Saturday just always seems to work for me uh, in my schedule. A uh, couple quick announcements. Uh, for the Army, first of all, I want to give a round of clap to our, you know, generals, our captains and stuff. What an amazing job you guys have done. Uh, really getting caught up with all the vetting, getting people in place. Uh, we've got some really new, great team members who have been brought in who are being elevated uh, within the organization, and they're going to help you grow as well. Um, if you have applied for the Army and have not heard back from someone, uh, you might want to be checking your junk folders, your clutter folders, or whatever, particularly if you gave us a, a Gmail address, because when we send out a bulk email, what's happening is, is that's picking it up and you're not seeing the emails. So if you don't see it, uh, I would simply say to you, if you have not been contacted, because everyone should have been contacted. In fact, we've even sent out a couple surveys uh, recently, and we know that a lot of you did not receive it because just because of the opening rate. Um, 
so it's really important that you add us as a trusted sender uh, once you find our emails. And again, if you have not heard back from us, maybe just simply reapply. The link is always going to be in the description. Reapply, and uh, and our people will be they're they're waiting for you now. And uh, and we really want you to join the army. Remember, you can join as an active member. You can join as a non-active member. A non-active member is just going to receive a newsletter that we have a great person who's going to be doing that for us once a week. So we're not going to be spamming you. We're not going to be sending you all kinds of stuff. But um, but active people, actually, there's a lot of roles and they're not really time consuming. We, we're building this army out that we and we have so many people that it's not a lot of work for anyone. But if everyone does a little bit of work, Jesse, yeah. we're going to move mountains. Yeah, it'll, it'll go far. <laughs> It'll go far, and I believe it already is. So let me, uh, I'm going to read the, we're on chapter eight today. And before we get into chapter eight, because whenever we enter a new phase inside of this, again, the book of Revelation kind of goes chapters one through 11, and then it repeats itself, um, basically 12 through 19. And then you got a couple additional chapters that go in a little bit of a different direction, you know, with the new heaven on earth and things like that. Um, so where did we come from? So we started off with, uh, I'll just go back to chapter six and the opening of the seals, okay? Now, it's important to know in the opening of the seals, there's the martyrs, there's death, there's famine, there's wars, uh, you know, there, it's coming out, but this is not yet the wrath of God. It's bad. It's bad. And the thing is, and the, it's my interpretation, um, every, there's other opinions, and that's okay. It's my interpretation that this literally is in a chronological order. And so the opening of the seals is the beginning of the tribulation. Now, if you study Daniel and Daniel's 70th week, this period of time appears to take about 1260 days. Okay, so almost it's about three and a half years. And that is the tribulation. I know there's a lot of people who say the tribulation is seven years. I said that for years, but now that I'm digging into it, I have a different point of view. Okay. And listen, everyone can discern their own way. So we had the opening of the first six seals. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, before the opening of the seventh seal, there's a pause. And you're going to notice it's, very common in scripture between six and seven, there's a gap. And so what happens in this gap? You know, the Lord says, okay, hold on. Don't, don't torch the earth yet. And he gets the 144,000 ready. The 144,000 are given the mark of God on theirs. And again, it was my interpretation after studying this, that these 144,000 are already with the war Lord. Uh, it seems pretty clear through scripture now that they 
are there. They get the mark of the Lord. They're probably Old Testament saints because they're from these tribes. Look, I could be wrong, but this is at least the way I see it at this point. So after the 144,000 are sealed, the next thing that happens is Jesus comes riding in the clouds. So the again, if you look in, in you know, Matthew 24 is probably the best example, but there's uh, Mark 13, Luke 21. They all have the exact same order in which they're doing it. So that makes me think God is saying this is a chronological event. So right after he seals that, Jesus comes in the clouds. It's not his second coming. As, as I said last week, he doesn't touch down for a landing. <laughs> you know, he comes in the clouds. And this is what everyone calls our puzzle, the rapture, and we are taken up. Now, keep in mind, uh, and it's going to play out particularly when we get to chapter 9, but we come out of this world before the wrath of God hits, but he sends the 144,000 and the two witnesses, because even during this incredibly terrible time that you do not wish your worst enemy is experiencing this um he did not leave he does not leave the earth mm -hmm. void of his gospel jesse do you agree or have different uh, insights no actually you're you're right on with what i would say as well um you know i think we right talked on, a little right bit on, i'm right on i'm more of a post-trib so some scholars do believe this would be the time of the rapture, but I would say it probably will still come even later. So, so okay, uh, and and yeah, that's fair. A lot of people have that point of view, but what I would say to you on that, Jesse, is this is post-trib. This is post-trib. The tribulation ends here. Now we go into the wrath of God, mm -hmm. and that's I, I understand that's a. Maybe not a conventional way, but I'll, I'll tell you, I've been studying, uh, I think as, as we go through, particularly when we go through the second half of Revelation, it's going to really become clear uh, on this. So we it is post-trib, but now we get into the wrath of God. So Jesse, because of uh, where she is right now, doesn't have access to the, uh, the scripture at ease. She's holding, you're holding your phone, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm just going to read it. It's not really a long chapter. Um, so it's the seventh seal, the trumpets. And this is the beginning of the wrath of God. And I just want to say uh, a trumpet, uh, and listen, it could be a literal trumpet sound. Uh, it, it very well might be. But I think it really symbolizes a sound of war. It's a sound of attack. Mm -hmm. And and it's also important to, to understand, like our God is a loving God. Our God gives every bit of grace for everyone that no one would perish. And I, I've given a long buildup because the stuff that's gonna we're gonna read here is terrible. <laughs> like it really is. Um, he desires no one would perish. And that's why he even sends 144,000. He thought of this, but sin must go 
punished. And since the very Old Testament stories, you know, when you look at uh, when he flooded the earth, he gave everyone a chance. Like all these people saw Noah building this boat for 120 years, right? Um, with with Lot, Lot didn't even want to leave, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah. The, the angels literally dragged him out because God was going to judge it. And and you're going to see the judgments. Uh, they're very similar to the Old Testament, um, you know, in Exodus and things like that. Like it, it's God's not reinventing the wheel. He's just doing it in a bigger way. And uh, all right. So having said that, I'm going to read. When the lamb broke the seventh seal, there was in silence in heaven for about a half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God and seven trumpets were given to them. Another angel came and stood at the altar holding a golden censer and much incense was given to him so that he might and it to the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar, which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense ascended from the angel's hand with the prayers of the saints before God. <coughs> Excuse me. Then the angel took the censer and filled it with the fire of the altar and hurled it to the earth. And there were peals of thunder and sounds of flashes of lightning and an earthquake. And the seven angels who had given the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound them. The first sounded and there was hail and fire mixed with blood and it was hurled to the earth, and a third of the earth was burned up, and a third of the trees were burned up, and all of the green grass was burned up. The second angel sounded, and something like a great mountain burning with fire was hurled into the sea, and a third of the sea became blood. And a third of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died. And a third of the ships were destroyed. The third angel sounded and a great star fell from heaven, burning like a torch. And it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of the waters. The star is named Wormwood. And a third of the waters became wormwood, and many people died from the waters because they were made bitter. The fourth angel sounded, and a third of the sun, a third of the moon, and a third of the stars were struck, so that a third of them would be darkened, and the day would not shine for a third of it, and the night in the same way. Then I looked and I heard an eagle flying in mid-heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to those who live on earth because of the remaining blasts of the trumpet, the three angels who are about to sound. That is the scariest scripture right there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If you yeah. don't think these first four trumpets were bad, the next three 
are woe, woe, and woe. So, wow, that's a, and, and you know, it, it's interesting, Jesse, to think of the timelines. Like these, these things could be consecutive. This could be happening all in one day. Yeah, very well like, could be. It, it could be spread out over, you know, uh, another three years. Uh, yeah. I, I tend to believe that, but there's nothing definitive that tells me otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think of when the Lord destroyed other cities like, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah, he literally destroyed them in one day. So, yeah. yeah. It, it, it almost sounds like it's bang, bang, bang. These, and so, well, let's take a look at it. Um, so I'm just going to start back from the beginning. When the Lamb broke the seventh seal, there was mm-hmm. silence in heaven for half an hour. Now, sometimes a time period is reflecting of something else. I just kind of think it's a half an hour here. Yeah. It's like. I, I tend to think it's a literal half hour as well. Um, you know, or half a day. You know, you had, when I think about that, it goes back to the time of Joshua. Oh, Jesse froze up. I hope I'm still good. Uh, It says excellent connection. Let me know when I'm back. Oh, you're back. You And you just cut out. It makes you think of Joshua. Yeah, so... With Joshua, he went into battle and, you know, it was a fierce battle. And it says that the Lord stopped the sun at noon and literally stopped it for half a day. And, you know, so I think that's reminiscent that, you know, the whole earth is preparing for this battle that the Lord is going to do. And, you know, it says only that one time did he ever stop the sun for a man. Never would he do it again, but it's almost like this is the second completion of that timeline where there's just this complete stop in silence. Um, You know, silence in heaven. I mean, think about that. You've got angels that are up there worshiping all the time, giving the Lord glory. Um, All of creation is singing his praises. And yet for half a day, you know, or half an hour, everything will be completely, completely silent. Yeah, and don't forget, though, we're up there at this point in time. And and I think it's because we realize what's about to happen. You know, yeah. oh, oh my, oh my, thank you, Lord, for getting us up here, you know. But I think, it, I think it's a real silent reverence for God uh, in this time, to, because he's about to show his power. Yeah. Like never before. And uh, yeah, so that, it's it's incredible. And, and by the way, you mentioned Joshua. When I was listening to some Chuck Missler, he has a theory. And uh, it's something I'd like to explore further. But he says, you know, the way Joshua is almost like a pre-Revelation book. Like it, it's, it almost mimics Revelation. And uh, it sounds like a really interesting study. Yeah. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God and seven trumpets were given to them. So we know of the seven angels. We've discussed them before. 
Uh, but so they're given these trumpets. So it's it's like getting your your war assignment, essentially. Mm -hmm. is. And then another angel came and stood at the altar holding the golden censer. So a censer is what holds incense. Right. Essentially. And much incense was given to him so that he might add it to the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar which was before the throne. Mm -hmm. So this is what the, I love yeah, go ahead. What I love about this, Jesse, is you know, a couple chapters ago, it's like, Lord, when are you gonna defend us? When are you know, vengeance is the Lord's? When are you gonna defend? When are you gonna make people pay for their sins? Yeah, you know, was the cry out, and then he remember he said, Well, here, have a robe, <laughs> but you know, now it's happening, right. Yeah. And think about all the prayers too. You know, it's a combination of the blood and the prayers. You know, his word says that the blood cries out, you know, our blood that's on the earth cries out. And then it says that his blood, you know, testifies on our behalf. And so you've got a combination of that testimony, that crying out, you know, the people in oppression saying, save us, Lord, help us, deliver us. And all those prayers are, you know, have been collected and filling on that bowl in the altar. And now it's going to be dispersed and distributed. And when you look at the old altar sacrifices, it, it kind of gets very interesting because um, distribution was one of the priestly duties. And so think about Jesus as our high priest, you know, first his job is to you know prepare the sacrifice then to complete the sacrifice but then you know there were portions of the sacrifice that you know all of it went on to the altar but there was some that was you know distributed that was given just to the lord there was some that was um given to the priests and then there was some that was distributed to the people um so what's interesting about this is the, the imagery that, you know, you've got this bowl of prayers that literally has been on the altar, you know, and now he's, he's about to distribute it. And I think that the, the wording is, is very important because it's not like it's a, Let's just say, that, you know, what does it say in there on how how it's distributed? That's what I find interesting. Yeah, well, the angel took the censer and filled it with the fire of the altar and hurled it to the earth. Yeah. So it, it's almost got this violent sense to it. Um, you know, it's not like this sweet, <laughs> innocent, you know, prayers going out. Um, there's very violent action that goes with it. Well, and, and, you know, you mentioned the blood and the blood comes in a, a little bit from now again, but, you know, just because it's on my mind, you know, when you think of the children and all the stuff we've talked about, and so you think of those children in their moments crying out to God, save me. And you think of their parents going, where am I, where'd my kid go to? Mm -hmm. And them crying out. And like, these are like the most painful tears and prayers that 
anyone could have, you know, um, and these are bundled in there guaranteed. And that's just a small percentage, you know, there's, and this goes over, you know, thousands of years and, uh, you know, God has a right to be mad. Yeah, absolutely. So the angel took the censer, he filled it with the fire of the altar, and he hurled it to earth, and there were peals of thunder and sounds of flashes of lightning and an earthquake. Mm -hmm. And then the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. So this is, that's before the first trumpet. Right. That's just the, that's just the opening of the seventh seal. Mm -hmm. right now we get the trumpet right so the first sounded and there was hail and fire mixed with blood well that sounds a lot like sodom and gomorrah yeah and it was hurled to the earth and a third of the earth was burned up a third of the trees were burned up and all the green grass was burned up mm-hmm so worldwide, think of a third of the trees. So how bad is the air pollution right now? Like, you know, when, when you have that. You, when there's a volcano, there's, you know, bad air for, you know, hundreds of miles. And sometimes it, that cloud travels around, travels around the world. Imagine this one. Now, it also says all of the green grass was burned up. Maybe you live in a subdivision. Imagine every single subdivision, everywhere there's grass, every park, every spot of manicured lawn. It says all, not, you know, most, all. So picture the fires going through every subdivision, everywhere. Yeah, this and I mean, think about that. Grass is a main, you know, substance too for cattle, for whether it's cattle, horses, different livestock. So the moment that grass is gone, you know, massive things are going to start to happen. You're no animals that you have are going to be able to survive beyond this point. Yeah. And, uh, or very few. And, you know, later we get into the ships. So, you know, mm -hmm. like this is not going to be a good time to be alive. And particularly when we get into the last three, the whoa, whoa, whoa. But yeah. so the second angel sounded and something like a great mountain burning with fire so to me this sounds like a big asteroid right, right. Uh, at least that's the way i picture it because you know um you know john saw this it's something like a big mountain or a great mountain he says so this is a big big rock like how big is a mountain was curled <laughs> at earth and it was on fire and a third of the sea became blood. A third of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died. And a third of the ships were destroyed. Mm. Oh, this is the warm-up, folks. My goodness. Now, what I find interesting is, Jesse, why do you think it's a third, a third, a third? Oh, I see she's frozen again. Oh. oh, there you are. You're back. Am I back yet? Yeah. So why do you think it's a third all the time? Oh, she's frozen again. 
ladies and gentlemen, please pray for connections. Uh, she's in an area where it's a little bit hard to get uh, to get the internet. No, she's back. All right. So to answer your question, um, you know, I guess I'm just going to say there's a lot of opinions about the third and why there's the third. Um, you know, scripture talks about that initially when there was the fight in heaven between Satan and God, that a third of the angels fell. So, you know, I believe that part of this end times is a strong statement the Lord is making against those, that third that he cast to the earth um, of fallen angels. And so I think that it's a, you know, partly serves as a reminder to them, you know, that these judgments are because of you, that a third continue to fall, you know, a, a third is destroyed, a third is, you know, um, utterly vanquished. So, you know, I think that it's a, a display of God's power to them. In yeah. Peace, and, and, you know, you know, the other, the other thing is, you know, for, for people, the humans that are, that are left, I think it's a strong reminder for them that, you know, they've been following the third fallen. Um, and, mm -hmm. and, and also it's like, it's really bad, but not enough to kill everybody. Like, you know, people are going to live, right. but life is not going to be good at this time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, so then, okay. So now we've got to, you know, all the, like a third of the trees, all of the grass, um, a third of the ocean, all the sh a third of the ships are gone. And then the third angel sounded and a great star fell from heaven, burning like a torch. And it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of waters. The star was named Wormwood and a third of the waters became Wormwood. And many people died from the waters because they were bitter. So now a third of the fresh water is gone. Right. So Wormwood is very interesting that the star is named Wormwood. Yeah. Do you have any insight onto that, Jesse? Um, not at the moment. Um, <clears throat> you know, I think probably the best person who kind of gives explanations into that a little bit is C.S. Lewis, you know, where he, he talks about that Wormwood, but the word itself literally just means bitter and uh, you know, but it's, it's not just a, a bitter taste that's going to throw you off, you know, or make you not want to eat it. Um, literally it's a, a bitter that is so alkaline that it, you know, causes death. Um, so it's almost like a poison that falls. Um, you know, our bodies are completely Usually, you know, our pH is equal where we're around a number seven. Um, and, you know, if you go to either extreme, very acidic or very alkaline, that can cause death because your body can't function at those levels. So, um, <clears throat> you know, we see 
it literally hits the water source and everything that is in that water source, you know, is, is non-sustainable to life. Mm. So Jesse, you're right. It's a 7.2 or 7.3 is the standard pH level. Yeah. I'm drinking 9.5. <laughs> More acidic. <laughs> no, 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 no. no it's, alkaline. Uh, alkaline. Um, yeah. And if you look at, uh, this is a side note, but if you go up north or something where, you know, the beautiful water comes down untainted from the rock and it goes down the mountain and stuff like that, you test that, like really pure water, it's like 9.5 percent pH. Yeah. And, you know, part of the theory is that uh, you, it, disease can't live in your body if you have a certain alkaline level. So we've bought machines and uh, I'll tell you, Giovanni and I have done really well since getting the machine like Giovanni used to get sick, you know, quite, you know, quite often she's had some health challenges since we got this. Nothing. Nothing. Interesting. Yeah. yeah really good. Anyways, side note, but yeah, so they become bitter and there's something to do with the, with the wormwood. And uh, so wormwood is, is a poison. I tried to find it this morning because it was probably about two years ago. Trey Smith, mm -hmm did a short little video, it's about five minutes long on Wormwood and it's mind blowing. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could find it. I'm not gonna even attempt to quote it or anything like that because I'm gonna get some stuff wrong. But if you can find it, I'm a big fan of Trey Smith. And as I said, it's about five minute video. Uh, and if someone can find it, put it in the, in the comments because it's really worth watching. Yeah, what were some of the things that, if you remember or paraphrase, what were some of the things that you got out of that about wormwood? Well, there's a so there's a uh, a particular worm sort of thing, and there's a process that takes three days. And it, I, I again, I watched it like two years ago. I remember it was mind blowing, but I don't have all the uh, thing. But it really was reminiscent of Christ uh, as a picture sort of thing. Well. Wow. So uh, anyways, yeah, but so it's bitter now. So now the fresh water and uh, fresh water and the food supply has been hit, obviously. Right. right? So, so again, we're fourth, talking the two major things that sustain life. Yeah. Well, and not to mention that, but, uh, you know, the, the sun and the moon are darkened for most of the time. And there's all this smoke right. and, and everything else. And, and there's these earthquakes. And, you know, listen, through these earthquakes, think about if you think your all your power is going to be good, you know, uh, there's like there's going to be power outages during this time. There's going to, and then, you know, when you think of the darkness and that, think of what people are going through. How are people going to react to this? Like, and, and you got to remember the the Christians are gone. If if the book goes in chronological order, so right. People are going to be out there, you know, scrambling, robbing, doing, killing. Like it, it's gonna, it's gonna be really, really bad. So, the fourth angel sounded, and a third of the sun, a third of the moon, and a third of the stars were struck, so that a third of them would be darkened, and the day would not shine for a third of it, and the night would be in the same way. So at night, it's pitch dark, and for a third of the day it's pitch dark. So what do we, you know, what do we got about six hours of some probably dim light? Right. 
My goodness. Yeah. And think again, think of what the people are going to be doing during this time, Jesse. Yeah. And I think, you know, if people go look through too, this, this kind of aligns with Genesis one with God's creation. And it's like, literally he's undoing, um, you know, everything that he's done, you know, um, you know, first he, out of creation, you know, the first things that he did was, you know, bring forth the land. And, you know, when you get into Genesis two, what did he give that land a command to do that? It, all the trees, everything was to bear seed and fruit. And now he's just utterly destroying it all. Um, you know, the water, he put the fish in there. Everything was supposed to be full of life and give life. And now, you know, a third of that is destroyed as well. Um, and then all the fresh water is gone, which you can't have life without that fresh water. Yeah. Um, and, and then now, you know, it, it just keeps going. Now he's affecting the things, um, the sun, the moon, the stars, you know, what did he command the stars to do? They were put in the heavens to govern the seasons, times, um, you know, so think about weather that as those stars, you know, are affected, so is our weather. Well, Jesse is frozen again, but uh, yeah, the, her point about the stars and the weather and, you know, and also, you know, the stars were our comfort, you know, we're not alone sort of thing you see you see other light it's not we're floating in this dark abyss and just imagine the majesty of god you know when you think you know he holds these stars in his hand and you know he can stop the earth from rotating he can stop the sun from shining he can you know and and by the way these things seem pretty easy to him right right yeah. This, this is just mm -hmm. getting worked up. All right. So this is a short chapter. Here's uh, verse 13, the last one. And then I looked and I heard an eagle flying in the mid-heaven saying with a loud voice, woe, woe, woe to those who live on the earth because of the remaining blasts of the trumpet of the three angels who are about to sound. So if you're on the earth right now, uh, life is really bad. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because to get worse. Yeah. You know, when the next trumpet sounds, you're talking about this time, like the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that, you know, that word's important, you know, it, back in Isaiah six, it talks about that when Isaiah, you know, was pulled into the throne room of God before that altar and it says that you know he fell to it drove him to his knees you know he fell to his knees crying out you know woe woe is me um you know i'm a sinner i'm a dead man um there's other ones who you know cry Well, it's a good thing it's a short chapter. 
because y'all are gonna get sick of hearing my voice with her cutting out and Jody not here. <laughs> Sorry about that, Jeff. <laughs> no, listen, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, Jessie's on another assignment today, so she's uh, not in her regular place where she has solid internet, and that's why we've had to go in this way. But I'll tell you, Jesse, there's a there's a good reason why we're doing this book of revelation yeah and absolutely uh, people need to understand and 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 again just even even as people who are christians and most of our audience are christian i get it but you don't we don't know who the lord really is until we go through revelation you know you don't see his might his power his majesty in any way anywhere else in the bible as yeah big as in this book of revelation uh, i agree with that i mean i think back to you know there's just so much that goes back in throughout the old testament um you know the last time that the lord displayed part of his power you know, was with Israel on the mountain. And it said that as they stood at the base of the mountain and, and the Lord literally was talking. Yeah. Um, well, listen, he's done lots of things. He was the, the pillar of fire. He put manna from heaven. He departed the, you know. Now the you've got. Good. Yeah, you, you were gone for about half a minute there. Ah, uh, okay. Well, no, I was just going to say that the voice of God. Um, the voice of God. Well, someone's saying Jesse's connection should be better if she turns her camera off. That is a really good suggestion. Someone just suggested if you turn your camera off, yeah, maybe maybe you'll have a better connection here. Okay. Is that working a little better? Well, so far you're here. Okay. So um I Yeah, was we didn't hear the voice that... of God again. <laughs> yeah. So the last time you know, where the Lord displayed part of his, the power of his might in its fullness, you know, he was talking to Israel as they stood at the base of the mountain, and his voice was so great that they begged and pleaded for the Lord to stop talking to them, um, because they couldn't bear the heaviness of it, and you know, that's when they said, you know, speak only to Moses and then he'll relate to us what you you know want to say. So you think about that, that, you know, all of this, even all of creation, you know, was spoken. And so, you know, now the Lord is displaying the fullness of his voice, the fullness of his power, the fullness of his splendor and glory. And it's going to be something that literally, you know, every heart will melt, every heart will tremble in fear and not a bad fear, but it's that healthy reverence like you 
you know, we will just, we will see his power, his majesty and his glory and splendor. And um, everyone will be surrendered to that. You know, there's just, you can't help, but, you know, feel the weight of that power. Yeah, and and you know, don't forget, people. As long as bad as this this is, and as I say, it gets worse. God is still sending His redemptive message to people, and I'll tell you, I think a lot of people are crying out, saying, "Okay, we get it." <laughs> During this time, um, I, I would say, you know, the His His actions here are going to be turning some hearts towards Him, saying, "Okay, I surrender. I get it. God, you're big." And, uh, but yet, you know, when we get to, when we see the two witnesses, the world celebrates when they get, uh, slaughtered in the street. So it's hard to say, yeah. but it's, uh, Absolutely. Hmm. it's, uh, it, you know, so there's, there's a lot of mystery to it, but God has given us a lot of clues here and, uh, well, more than clues. He's really given us the roadmap and, but you gotta remember he's, he's showing John and, and John is writing things as he sees them. And, you know, first of all, there's not a lot of uh, descriptive words for in the spiritual world in our vocabulary, because it's, a, you know, it's a different dimension, essentially. Uh, plus, you know, it's not like he saw the things that we see today. You know, we can look at things in the Bible in a much different way and say, okay, now, now I get how the transportations have improved and all these different things that are going on that we're seeing the fulfillment of a lot of things have come to fruition but uh well this is a this has been amazing jesse i'm enjoying going through this i hope the audience is as well yeah i've really enjoyed going through it as well so well praise god and uh well listen we've uh we've got a good connection with you now so maybe we'll just perhaps uh get out while we're good and uh, thank you, everyone, for watching this Revelation Sunday and uh, joining Jesse and I. Jody should be back next weekend. And uh, yeah, is there anything in chat we need to comment? Because we're actually quite early on this. Um, I can't see the chat. Were there oh, any that's questions? Right. And I can't do two things at once. <laughs> so, <laughs> <All right. laughs> so yeah. listen. Uh, but please, uh, if you haven't hit the like button, we don't ask very often, but, uh, you know, um, we're not getting any favors by this, uh, this particular platform. They're really not showing our videos to anyone who isn't subscribed and hits that notification bell and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we're doing really good on the platform uh, at the same time, but, you know, uh, we want the word to go out. Look, this stuff could save people's lives. And that's the way I look at it. It's not about Jesse. It's not about I. It's uh, it's about souls and uh, and the Lord. Oh, is Jess still there? Absolutely. Oh, good. Yeah, good. I'm still here. All right, Jesse. Uh, seeing as I had to do all the reading, I'm going to ask you to close us out in prayer. All right. Lord, we just thank you again for this day. We thank you for your word. I ask that our hearts would not go out troubled or fearful. We know, Lord, that we belong to you. I pray that you would give us strength and courage.
Strength and courage and a connection. All right. Well, I will continue the prayer then uh, because I don't know if Jessie is there or if she's coming back. Uh, and silence is deadly, especially if you're on the pod being one and you can't see what's going on. So Heavenly Father, we just give you thanks for your word. I give you thanks for everyone in the audience. I pray for everyone in the audience and who's listening to Jesse and I. Uh, I pray for salvation. I pray for strength. I pray for an anointing of the Holy Spirit upon you in particular. Lord, I pray that uh, your light will shine through every single person in this audience, that people will be drawn to them because of you, Father, and that they see that there's something different inside these people, something supernatural. I pray for even greater gifts of your spirit to go into their lives and to come forth and to extend your kingdom. We give you thanks for your word. We give you thanks for your glory. And I'll just end it with my, you know, the personal prayer that I like to say every day. And it's, and again, I make this, I say this in the first person, uh, because, you know, if I'm praying alone, it doesn't make sense to say our father. So I say, my father, who is in heaven, blessed is your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give me this day, my daily bread and forgive me my trespasses. And I will forgive those who trespass against me. Lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Jess, did you make it back? Well, I guess that's it. Hey, thanks for joining us. And listen, we've got some really big breaking news for Tuesday. Uh, a lot of stuff come on. It just, I don't feel right about breaking it up on the, on this uh this Sunday. So some of it might be old news to you, but let me just say it's really good news. We've got some firsthand testimonies about uh, some of the things that are going on in the uh, political world. And I believe you're going to be highly encouraged by it. So come back, join us on Tuesday, and we'll see you there next time. Remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio.